You can't go out playing golf having fun. Fun, senor, you have obviously never played wing foot. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. You've got to be kidding me, Vegas. I'm on night. There's my picks for this week. Now, if you want next week's picks, I can give you those by Friday. First thing I'm going to send your way is currently off the board, but once we have a better idea of what's going on with Kyler Murray's uh, hamstring, we'll know whether or not we can take this. So basically, if Murray is going to play, I'm going to go on the Cardinals. Should be plus three, maybe plus three and a half, depending on where you can get it. Right now, I'm seeing it on Sugar House is the only place that it's still up for me at Arizona plus three. So again, I'm not taking it if Murray's not playing, but if he's playing, his hamstring's good. A little unfortunate that he's coming off the bye um, and has a hamstring injury, but I think it was late in the week. So we absolutely can't play it without him at the helm there at quarterback. Basically, it's a good situation for... Um, Arizona, they've been playing teams really tough. So if you can get them catching three points, um, that's really good. I think the the outcome of that Niners game was pretty lopsided, uh, not in their direction there. That last touchdown um, ruining a bunch of people's um, selections on them against the 49ers. But the Rams just got smashed on Monday Night Football. That's the big factor here is that they're playing Monday Night Football and playing a team that's coming off the bye. Um, so they should be pretty well rested. Um, and then if Murray can play, they're not going to send him out there with um, a hurt hamstring. If he can't play, we stay away. Um, but if he can, we're on it. Um, Arizona's been playing good football. Neither team's beaten a divisional opponent um, at this point, so I think they'll both be playing pretty tough for a divisional win. So uh, Arizona plus three if Murray is in. If not, we stay away. All right, Joe. Uh, first pick with no strings attached here um, because we went with uh, – Arizona in the first one. We're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl. Um, they've got Andy Dalton coming back in. They saw what they had in the backup. Finley wasn't very good, obviously. Um, they're still in the sweepstakes with the number one pick, but I don't think you trot Andy Dalton out there unless you're trying to make sure you don't have a winless season. Doesn't mean they're going to win the game, but it does, to me, signal that you're going to have um, basically the whole team uplifted because they have an actual quarterback trotting out there now, not just some, you know, you know rookie um, that, you know, obviously everyone knows they're just feeling out. So um, I like that situation right now. I'm looking at the line. Let me just confirm it. Yeah, so right now I'm um, looking at the Bengals plus three minus 115. Uh, and the interesting thing to me is that there's a ton, ton of 
um, public money, about 75, 76, 77% coming in on the Jets. Obviously, the Jets have been playing pretty well. Um, so strong public perception that moved the line to the key number from three and a half to three. Uh, but the Bengals are going to actually go out there and, you know, play themselves a, a game here. Like I mentioned, it's the it's the, the Jets, uh, I'm sorry, the Bengals Super Bowl here. Mixon's been playing better on the ground. They get Andy Dalton back. The wide receivers are pretty much so status quo there. Um, and I think you're just going to get an, an expanded effort from the Bengals in this situation. And the Jets, you know, obviously they've been playing well, so I do like them. Um, to win a close game here, um, but if you can still get it at three and a half anywhere, fantastic. Um, not too many times you can feel comfortable playing the, the Bengals, and I'm not saying we're going to feel comfortable playing the Bengals, but we're going to do it, and we're going to take the either three or three and a half. Um, I would even sprinkle a little on the money line here uh, because, again, they don't want to go undefeated. That's why they're sending Dalton back out there. So we're going to look at the uh, Sunday night game. Very simple handicap here, uh, and it may seem a little bit obvious, but we like to go against adverse events and adverse situations. Uh, and I see one here with New England. Um, Houston's coming off long rest. They've been able to stay home, um, you know, since that, that game against Indy uh, Thursday night, um, a while back now at this point, and now you have New England who is, has an illness going through the locker room. So I like a home dog catching three points, you know, in most situations when you have a good quarterback. Uh, but in this situation, New England doesn't come off either of the last two games looking all that great. I think we just learned more about the, the Cowboys and the Eagles than we did about New England. They, they look pretty limited. So I think they're coming up against an offense they probably can't score with um, and if you, you have some illness going around through that locker room everyone's got to travel on the same plane um, out to Houston so I don't like that either if it was a home game you might have a different situation so a lot of unknowns there and I like catching the three so we'll keep it simple and we'll, we'll pick against the illness um, and on the Houston Texans on long rest. All right Joe so we have an interesting game that's going to go on in Pittsburgh and I think it's it's really more about two teams going in different directions. You've got Pittsburgh that since the um, situation that happened out in Cleveland, they've benched uh, Mason Rudolph and they have Duck Hodges in there other than a, a lot of yards after catch for that uh, Washington touchdown last week. He didn't look any better. So you have Pittsburgh without Juju Smith-Schuster again without James Conner, and you have Cleveland who's playing with some pretty good momentum. Um, so I do like uh, Cleveland to go into Pittsburgh. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be a little rainy, so it should be a sloppy game, but between uh, the tandem running backs, Chubb and Hunt, um, and Pittsburgh really, you know, that offensive line is still pretty healthy, but um, really not having anything else in their advantage. Cleveland's hitting a stride, and I'm going to play on Cleveland um, it's minus two so we're going to do that and depending on the weather we're going to check that tomorrow but probably going to do the under in that game as well so the, the play is Cleveland probably the under um, we like it and we're going to do that all right, so I'm going to lump my final two games together uh, because they're both big no-nos um, but we're taking them uh, 
and I like them. Um, so if you haven't guessed already, it's laying 10 points with both Carolina at home and with the Eagles on the road. Um, so let me kind of car carve these up that um, we talked about Cincinnati Bengals Super Bowl before uh, Haskins gets his first win as a starting quarterback last week um, and really couldn't even keep his composure until the end of the game. Uh, and I really just think that's about, you know, Detroit being in a bad spot and less about the Redskins actually, you know, having any quality on their team at all. Um, and then they have to travel down to Carolina. Um, who needs this game? Carolina needs the uh, the win here to, to stay in somewhat playoff contention. I think they're pretty close to being out, but they're definitely out if they lose this game. So you have a highly motivated team here. Uh, and I really don't dislike much about Carolina. Uh, I think they've just had a pretty tough schedule, and this is a good get-right situation for them. So I'll lay the 10 points with Carolina. Um, I think they can really pile it on because if they're in a situation to take the air out of the ball with McCaffrey, uh, he's going to break a couple off um, and I think we'll be in good shape. So Carolina um, in a good situation there. Um, and then the other one being the Eagles. Uh, we're going to take the Eagles. If you look at their injury report this week, you might not have uh, Zach Ertz, but quite frankly, if you're going to be short in one area, um, I think Goddard can back up Ertz pretty well. Both tackles are off of the injury list. It looks like they both practiced um, in full in that situation. It looks like Jeffrey's going to come back. It looks like... Uh, Aguilar is going to come back. So even though they're both, you know, pretty limited, uh, the public perception, um, you know, there's, there's really nothing that makes you want to smack a Philadelphia fan um, more than what's happened here in the last week or two where they're just piling on, piling on. Uh, if you watch the NFL, you'll see that every quarterback is struggling, right? So I think, you know, a couple of little technical things that Wentz can do different and he'll have guys that he's used to throwing um, two back in the lineup and he should have both tackles Brendan Brooks who missed the last game is a healthy team that can beat up on a bad team so we're going to lay 10 points in Miami it's going to be hot down there uh, but I also think that the Eagles with JHIE and, and Miles Sanders if it, it gets into a run the ball type of contest there um, they, they can really wear down a defense like they've shown against Green Bay they showed it against Buffalo I think if they stick with that equation, they can really pile on with the run game, walk out of Miami with a nice win. So uh, laying 10 points with those teams, never feel great about it, but we're doing it.